you don't know nobody to call on. But things is rough, things going tough. Amen. You can always call on who? Jesus. I know he understands. Jesus! 
Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord another hand. I know he understands. Thank you, Brother Hubbard, for that selection. Amen. The reason we call him because if you heard what he said, that that all power is in his hand. In other words, I know he's able to do the job. All I got to do is to call on him. Amen. And if you don't come the first time, keep on calling him. Amen. That don't mean that you doubt him. It just means you got confidence in him. Amen. He's going to answer. And I'm going to keep on calling him until he answers. And you just keep on calling, calling. And I know he understands. All right. Tonight, before we go into our regular Bible class tonight, I think there was a little leftovers questions that somebody was asked in that I don't think you read those off or did you on last Bible class uh, published to about three weeks old now I don't know I just happened to be going through my Bible and I found them and I he said well I guess the person is here that asked the question and I want to want to, to be asked again where that I can somewhat elaborate on them. Amen. And the question read like this. Praise the Lord, Bishop. How in the world can a man be the head when he's not submissive to God? Some saved husbands don't even fast, pray, or study the word. They are more concerned about their job maybe fixing up around the house and or the car and watching football and basketball games. They are unlearned and some aren't even concerned about spending quality time with God, their wife and children. I think there should be a class for the husband and wives on a monthly basis. That's rough, isn't it, my Lord? I want you to strike out the word saved. <laughs> I think you said somewhere in there saved. Yeah. The husband is saved, but yet he don't do none of these things. Strike out the word saved and just say husband. Don't you think that's, that's the best way to handle that? Huh? Now, for your benefit, and for clarification, I'm going to let her read that again, where you can get it. You see, the Lord said some things twice in order that for you to really get it. And you won't get it wrong that you will say, well, I know I heard this, and I know I heard that, whatever. All right, now listen, attention, please, everybody. I don't want nobody whispering, amen. I don't want nobody looking in the Bible because the question is not in there. One she's asked, he, uh, who I don't know who it was. All right. Praise the Lord, Bishop. Praise the Lord. How in the world can a man be the head when he's not submissive to God? Some husbands don't even fast, pray, or study the word. They are more concerned about their job, 
maybe fixing up around the house or the car, and watching football and basketball games. They are unlearned, and some aren't even concerned about spending quality time with God, their wife, and children. I think there should be a class for the husbands and wives on a monthly basis. I feel sorry for the one that wrote that, if it's mostly to the one, or it's happened to the one that wrote that. I sympathize with you. I know you don't understand. That's why you say hi in the world. The only thing that I can say in answer is you've got a bad head. And that head that you have, that is your head, or supposed to be your head, he ain't saved. Did you hear that? He ain't saved. Now, there is a difference in having the Holy Ghost and being saved. I hope you know that. I hope you know that. Everybody got the Holy Ghost and he's saved. Lord, here we go. Huh? Everybody that got the Holy Ghost, everybody spoke in tongue, ain't saved. Some of you don't agree, do you? You ain't saved because you spoke in tongue. You just got the Spirit of God now. You got to let it work on you. Hmm? And help you to be saved because you ain't saved. The Bible tells us if you ain't got the attributes of God, if you are not led by the Spirit of God, God say you're no son. For as many as are led, led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So just because you got out there and you came up here, I got the Holy Ghost, I got the Holy Ghost. Yes, you probably had. But has it done anything for you? Did you continue in your same old ways? It's supposed to bring about a change, but you're supposed to let it lead you as though you was blind. Amen. You let it lead you. You listen to God's spirit. That's why Jesus said, look, you won't know them by speaking in tongues, but you'll know them by their fruits, by their works. That proves whether or not you're saved. You can't have the Holy Ghost and, and, and say you're saved. You're going around doing things that is wrong and always fussing and and uh, got nasty words coming out of your mouth. Amen. You ain't saved. No, that's a bad head. So you got to pray for your head that God will do something. All right. Tonight we're going to talk about the worst thing there is among Christian people are the church, the bottom line and the top. We're gonna talk about pride. Now this is bad. I know you heard it before, 
But pride is one of the worst things in the church. You get a church full of proud folks. I'm talking about the kind that will send you to hell. That destructive pride that will do you much harm than everybody else. And I'm not talking about the way you walk. I'm not talking about being what we call proper. Because I think that's just a farm anyway. As you say, put on as, you know, how we do sometimes. You went to Chicago and you got back, stayed a few days and you got back and you don't talk like you used to. Oh, child, I tell you. Oh, no, no, oh, no, no, here it is. You just wish you could keep on talking like you come out to cotton field. <laughs> Many people has fell. Because of pride. Many people has left the church because of pride. Now, lots of people think they know when they don't know because of pride. Now we're going to tell you the danger. The danger of pride. Pride will make you think you're way up there when you're way down there. I'm trusting the Lord will help us tonight because I sought him and because I know what is happening in the church of God. Now when I speak of the church of God, I'm talking about worldwide, not just Greater Bethlehem Temple, though you are the one to hear me. But I'm talking about the church of God. How that we have allowed pride to really creep in among us. Now, this tape that you will be getting, you need to send it abroad that others may hear because the enemy is undermining the church yet God going to have him a church oh yes the enemy never will be able to overthrow the church of God but I'm telling you it's rocking it amen it's just like in a windstorm And it's all because of pride. Pride brings on precision minded. Don't want to be the middle man but the top. Pride looks out for itself. 
and want all the praises. Pride will cause you to find fault, to see things you really don't see, to criticize everything you see. Now, the enemy, well, let me say this first. The Apostolic Church is the only church in the world that is giving the devil fits. The only church in the world that he's backing up from. But he won't back up no further than you drive him. And any time he can find a open space, the Bible said he's going to rush in like a flood and cause division from the very top. There wouldn't have been our no church in the apostolic church if I'm saying that right uh, no I don't want to say that what do I want to say no I don't want to say division I want to say something else well, I don't want to say split seed I want to say something else what I want to say it's not registered in my mind yet well, let me use that. That's about the closest thing that I can get to right now, what you're saying, and then I might think about it later. There wouldn't have been no splits in the apostolic church or in the organization if it hadn't been for pride. Pride is the one that caused all the splits. We all would have, if the PAW is the oldest is the oldest organization in the PC of a not in the PC of M, in the apostolic. We all would have been together. The UPC split off from the PAW. Amen. And it's been split, 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 split. And every movement they're split. But I'm talking about the apostolic church because you don't agree with them because they think they are right is because they want to be recognized is because of what they got and who they are amen they don't agree and here they go we can disagree without being disagreeable now the PC of AF split off from the Church. No. <laughs> yes, I think so. But since that wasn't that was before my time, I didn't, you know. Yes. And then from like uh, from that point. But I'm trying to tell you what pride but the devil know if we band ourselves together. Now just think about what could the devil do? If all of these Holy Ghost-filled apostolic people was one, then suppose we all was one. Huh? Starting from the very beginning, how 
big and how strong we would be. Together we stand. But look at us. Amen. So you know what the devil is saying? He get jealous and afraid when you got a large crowd and they all calling on Jesus, depending on Jesus. You know what somebody said? He said, Bishop Coleman can't handle all them folks at his church. Say, all of y'all, you ain't gonna get his attention. He ain't gonna pay you all no attention. You'll be wanting to see him and you can't see him. So uh, why don't you come over where it's a little crowd? Amen. Why you can get the kind of a help you need. You see, there's nothing to do at Greater Bethlehem Temple. All the positions has been filled and you ain't got nothing to do. You can't even get in the choir. You can't do this or you can't do that. And then you get an attitude. I want to do something. You know nothing for me to do. You just live right. That's all you need to do. It'll take you. And that's the biggest job on the hand for anybody is to live right. It's not what you can do. It's a plenty to do. But, but because you feel that you're working behind the scene when you want people to see you. God see you. Well, I'm leaving, but I'm telling you, I see why there's a position open over there. Amen. I can be choir director. I can be this. I can do that. Amen. It's plenty to do. But I'm showing you the way the devil is. God wouldn't give me more than I'm able to handle. Amen. But all the enemy wants to do is to divide us. Because he knows if he get you, then he gonna tell you to get somebody else. And if you get somebody else, then that somebody else is gonna get somebody else. And they'll come to church with this in their mind in order to pull somebody else out. Now they're already on edge. They out yet. I mean some of them. But they want to leave. They watch every word the pastor say. Amen. Any little thing will offend them. He's right on the edge. I got a little grandbaby. Jackie's little baby. He looks at me. He won't never take his eyes off. He looks at me. He looks at me. <laughs> He looked like he looking for me to say something. Wait on me to say something. And I just said it just as easy. I said, boy. He said, ah! You know, God, right? <laughs> and that's all some people look like they wait on you to say, boy. And they go. They go. They already sat. They're looking for something. I said this sometime. And I was just teaching Bible class. Some people wanted to leave, but they didn't have really nothing to leave off of. But they was waiting. They was right on the edge. So I said, Satan in the visual, and I didn't know I was talking about 
you know, who I was talking about. I didn't know that included them, you know, the other person, the ones that connect. I see all them folks going somewhere and the individual praying for them and they falling out. Talk about, act like they're under the power of God and they fall. I say those people are under no power. They ain't falling out. You know, just like that. And if I had known that this person was connected to the person that I was speaking about was falling out, I probably, I never would have said it. But I said, oh, they ain't nothing. I said, they going back and falling. I say they are no power. I say they ain't done nothing but just pretending. I jumped up off the seat. I can't take no more. I'm leaving here. I'm leaving here. <laughs> and they left out of the door. Never returned. So some folks is right on the edge. They waiting to go. Amen. The devil got it fixed like that. But I'm only here to do all the harm to the devil that I can. Amen. I'm going to tell you one thing if we hold out. I'm going to say like Apostle Paul. You're saved if you keep in memory what I preach or teach unto you. Because I'm not going to bring nothing no other than the word of God. So, some of you like my little grandbaby. You didn't look it. And you're just waiting for me to say something that will offend you. Something you don't agree with. But you gone. Well, you can't keep them all. Everybody won't be safe. But everybody can. Now listen to this here, and it's written by a wise man that God dealt with him, that pride goeth before destruction. Amen. Pride has caused God's people to get out of God's will and to come from way up high, down low. When a man thinketh he standeth, let him take heed, lest he fall. The Bible said, asked the question, can a man carry fire in his bosom without his clothes being born? Well, I want to ask somebody a question that will be uh, very nice to ask. I can find them in here. I want a very attractive sister. Now, which one of y'all sisters think y'all is very attractive? Now, I know you're going to be fair with yourself. I know you know what you think about yourself. I don't want nobody like Fred Sanford was on the plane and say, I'm looking for whoever he was. And when she came, <laughs> I want a very attractive sister. Who, who, who? Are all these sisters in here? No, I didn't tell you the point I want them to say. I want them to who that think they really is attractive. <laughs> Oh, uh, look what I done started. Nobody thinks they is attractive. 
nobody. All right, what brother think he's handsome? What brother think he is handsome? Stand up. A brother that think he's handsome. Maybe you won't be like the sister. What brother think he's handsome? You think you're handsome. Did anybody tell you? <laughs> he said, nobody have to tell you you're handsome. Well, what make you believe you're handsome? Suppose not say you ain't handsome. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> all right. I didn't want to use a brother. No way. I want. I just wanted the sisters to see that the brothers got more boldness than sisters. They will stand. I'm still asking a sister. Well, how many sisters think? What did I ask? Well, how many think they're beautiful? Huh? You do. Thank you. Are you married? Oh, you ain't? Okay. All right. Well, let me get out into it then. Let me let let me go on. I think all of you is beautiful. Amen. You got a lot of you got beautiful spirits. Amen. But I have to be very careful because I don't want to get nobody married while you are fitting someone. Come here, honey. You sitting right behind, uh, right behind Brother Brooks, off from him. You come in. Yes. See, I got to get somebody that I know is single. I don't guess she married over the weekend. Now you see, some of you brothers wouldn't even come and help her up. No wonder you don't open the door for your wife. Y'all think she's beautiful? Well, at least I'm talking about the brothers. Your brothers think she's beautiful? Brother, that brother looking at his sister hard. Ooh-wee. But well, since you're looking so hard, I'm going to use you. Come on up here. <laughs> That's the best thing could happen to him tonight. <laughs> he didn't say it, but he wants y'all to think he's handsome. I know you didn't. I say you didn't say it. Is she beautiful? I think so. Huh? But I, 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 I asked. You think so? Now, if you think so, tell her she's very beautiful. No, I don't mean like that. That's the way you think. Are you looking for a girlfriend? Maybe that's when you ain't got that. You don't know how to talk to her. Come on now. 
I'm teaching Bible class, not really, really. Y'all don't know what's on my mind, but I'm fixing to bring it out while y'all know. All right. I quoted to you just now, can a man carry fire in his bosom? The Bible said it. Ask the question. Without his clothes being burned? Could you put your arm, I'm not going to actually do it, but I just want you to see. Could you put your arms around this sister and she put her arms around you and you all hug and kiss one another without something happening to you and her otherwise? Huh? Something, I think something would happen. I mean, you know, something going to be scary you see what I'm asking? Yes, now don't criticize something that you don't understand as of yet. You don't know my point. Understand? I'm not up here playing. Huh? Too much of this is happening. And the devil is telling me, this is not going to affect you. Huh? This ain't going to bother you. Or just a little hug or kiss or putting your arms around. That's not going to affect you. You said that you don't think that that could happen without it affecting you. What about you? You couldn't do it. Then why do we try it? This is the first step in really going out doing what the devil asks you to do Knowing who you supposed to be. If you was a normal person, you can't do this. Hmm? And some of them won't do that, but they'll do this. And say, that's no harm. Since you know that it's impossible don't try it. Don't do it. Sisters, stay your distance from these men, our brothers. You don't forgot you're still in the flesh. You're normal. You're young. You got feelings. You shouldn't allow no one to play with your feelings. When they start playing with your feelings, you lose your mind. You will find yourself doing things that you thought that you wouldn't never do. You know it's wrong. Now the Bible said, obey them that has the rule over you, for they watch for your soul. So the pastor will say, look, it isn't safe, honey. They watch it for your soul. You're going to get in trouble. Don't hold hands. Now, many of you don't believe it's wrong to hold hands. But what holding hands will bring on? If you would hold hands and nothing else would come to your mind or what have you, then it's all right. But holding hands brings on squeezing of hands. 
and hands talk like eyes talk. You can charm somebody. I, I dare you to look at this sister and she look at you eye to eye contact. Don't you know that they're saying something? Don't you know she will get the message? Don't you know he'll get the message? But can't nobody tell you that. Some of you, young people, single people, married people, don't believe it's wrong and you think that the one that tells you it's wrong, you believe that he's wrong. A holding hand. You mean I can't hold her hand? I ain't safe enough to hold her hand? No. Well, what about this? Get a little bit close with your chair. What about that? Is that safe? Even riding in a car, is that safe? Are you strong enough to ride like that without you putting your hand over here? I want you to think. You think you are. But the safest thing No, 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 just move it back. It's like that. Then he don't like that. Is anything between us? Yes. The Holy Ghost is between us. It should be. You all ever heard of Black Cat's Alley. Black Cat's Alley. Whoever heard of you? I ain't either. I just thought of it. You're wondering, Bishop, why are you teaching like this? I didn't. I don't have that. This in my notes. But the Lord wants me to touch on what I say now. And maybe some of you say, he shouldn't be saying that. Why shouldn't I? The devil do what he wants to do. I mean, I, I am exposing the devil. I'm trying to help you to be wise and to be a light. There's too many things that need to be said outwardly that you are sweeping under the rug. Then the devil will deal with you and say, he don't need to be saying that or doing that or making uh, demonstrations like that. Why shouldn't I? Now, I would be out of my place if I said, take your clothes off. That wouldn't be God. But I'm showing you something that is happening. No harm things is the one that is sinking us and pulling us away from God.
devil is after the church. You are in the church. You should purpose, I'm not going to let the devil pull me out of the church. Now the Bible goes right back to say, obey them that has rule over you, for they watch for your soul. You ain't watching for your soul. Come on. You ain't watching for your soul. Now you is to take advice. You is to be obedient. I don't know I'm and go into a movie. And it is wrong. I don't see no harm in drinking this or uh, what you call this stuff. Wine cooler. It is wrong for you. This wine cooler stuff will cause you to do things you wouldn't normally do. Because you just take a little bit and something, oh my Lord, it done turns you on. I don't see no harm. The thing that you don't see that is no harm is the thing that the devil want to bring to you. But the wisest one among you supposed to be the pastor and he should warn you and show you these things is wrong. That's the reason why so many, if you didn't thought it was wrong, you would not slip to a movie. You disguise yourself. You go to a movie then you'll carry some unsaved to a movie. And when you get to the movie, remember I've been out there. When you get to the movie, you're not going to just eat popcorn. Huh? Now God see you because he got that pierced knot. In the movie, show me the one that go to the movie Amen. Couple off and you don't wind up in the movie like this or something. Because that's what you see. Or maybe and she laying over on you. Don't nobody know who you are. Then you get up and move with the crowd. Or else if you be the first one to come out, you get there. It's dangerous. God said, if you don't obey, you is in sin. When a man thinketh he standeth, if you think that you can do that, and God say you can't, he asked a question, can a man carry fire in his bosom without his clothes being burned? And you, your answer is no. He said, neither can you. Without being affected some kind of a way, But the devil will try to make you think you're strong enough. You're strong enough to hold hands. You're strong enough to kiss. You're strong enough to hug without it affecting you. Then you're not normal. You're not normal. It's not how close you can get to this and walk. I might could walk from here all the way around there, right on the edge. When there are hundreds couldn't do it. They gonna creel over one way or the other. And more than that, they're gonna fall over that way. That's another reason the Bible said, make straight path for your feet. Well, I saw Brother doing it. I saw him and his girlfriend. Now you're gonna change now. 
If you want to ride like white folks, get married first. <laughs> you the one said that. Oh, they ride like Abel wanting the car. You can do it too after you get married. Huh? After you get married. But while you ain't married, then go on and ride like black folks. Stay your distance. We starting out rough at the last day. Years ago, we had a mild winter. And the last of February, the very last day, the 28th day, one of the worst freezes we ever had. No, it's no disrespect in this Bible class. Church in 93, then you did in 92. I'm telling you. Get to church, you're going to be fasting and praying. But you're going to find them falling like trees. I'm telling you. You know why? Jesus is on his way back. Now you're no holier than I am. So don't think I'm going to teach the wrong thing. Don't draw for me. Don't feel ashamed for me. For God knows what's in the back of my mind. You don't. So you can't, something you can't say amen to until I have finished saying or doing what God want me to say or do. God planned this Bible class. God changed me immediately on this what I'm on. And I had to go his way. If you're teaching something that is not happening among his people, then it's no good. You have to teach something that is happening or that is about to happen. Perhaps you will change some. You'll help some. You got to remember this. We're still in the flesh. You got the Holy Ghost, but uh, the flesh is never saved. If anything keeping you at all, it is the Holy Ghost. But that old man is never saved. So he said, obey them that has to rule over you. For they are he or whoever watch for your soul. Remember, you as a sheep. And sheep is to be led. The shepherd's place is to find a grazing place for the sheep. And lead them. He watched for them. He watched out for them. They don't even know the fox or the wolf or the wolf or whatever beast will harm them. They don't know that he's around. But the shepherds see him out there. And it's the shepherd's job to protect the sheep. Sheep is blind. 
much so far. But the devil make you think, you don't need the pastor to tell you nothing. You got a Bible, you read it. Well, read it. And see, do you understand it like you're supposed to? When a man thinketh he knoweth, he don't know what he ought to know. God said, I'll take my word, I'll hide it from you. Huh? Amen. If everybody could read the Bible and understand it, you wouldn't need no preacher. You wouldn't need no leader. You lead yourself. And it's impossible for you to lead yourself. Yes, it's good to study. And you should study. It's where you can get acquainted. But when it comes down to the meanings and rightly divided, you don't have it unless God is preparing you. Then if he is, he bring you up under someone. And you as the trainee. All right, put your seatbelts on. Be sure you got them tight. Amen. All right, I know y'all is uncomfortable up here. So I'm going to let you go. But I wanted to make a point. And I hope I got it over. Amen. Young people or whoever, have some pride. Amen. Not the destructive kind, the destructive kind. About yourself. Huh? Don't let nobody keep you out until in the wee hours of the morning. Don't let that happen. I'm going to show you the danger. Okay, I want you to do something for me. I want you to fall down here, but not hard enough to hurt yourself. Yeah, yeah, but not to hurt yourself. Now I want you to just wallow and roll. Just wallow and roll. He's in the dirt. Huh? He's in the mud. The dust. Amen. Now, get up. All he got to do is to get up and brush himself off. Society think nothing. They'll soon be not forgot. But let her get out in the dust. I'm not going to actually do it. But once you get down there and disrepresent yourself and think that you can wallow and roll, you're a bad woman. You never will live that down. Society looks on you different. She's bad. She is no good. That's a scar you got to wear the rest of your life. He can beget a child, a baby. They might find out he was his. But he brush himself off. Leaving no scar. But you got to have it. Oh, she got a child. 
oh, she, she's bad. She, and they're not hard on them now as they used to be the old people. You tried. And you will see. Even in the Bible days, it was different. And some of us got scars will never be wiped away. That doesn't mean that God won't forgive you. He will. But it leaves a scar that will never be removed. Never. That's the reason why you should obey. The Holy Ghost ain't gonna keep you from doing things. Because you can override it. God ain't going to make you live right. He will only help you to live right. Position. 
destruction in a Holy Spirit before it's fall. But there is a scripture in the book of Peter. First Peter said, humble yourself out of the mighty hands of God and he will exalt you in due time. If you want to be exalted, don't try to exalt yourself because he that exalts himself shall be obeyed, shall be brought down. But if you humble yourself under the mighty hands of God, then God will exalt you when time comes. He'll do it. But I dare you to try to exalt yourself. You'll be brought down to shame. And that's our trouble. A lot of us want to try to get ahead of God. We're going to lift ourselves up. We want people to know who we are and what I know and what I can do. It takes God to exalt you. It takes God to put you up. It takes God to make out of you. Did you hear me on the line? The word make. To make out of you what he wants you to be because you ain't made like God wants you to be made. God can open his word to you just a little bit and you know everything. That was one brother. No, I won't even go into that. It didn't happen here so I won't go into that. All right. Let's get the book of Isaiah, chapter 14 and verse 10. This is our Bible class. Lord, I'm trying to do what you is leading me to do. If you want to change me any time, regardless what I have in my mind, I'm willing to say, yea, Lord. I'm willing to change. Isaiah the 14th chapter and I want one verse from there then I want you to go to the book of Ezekiel and Lord do I have something here no I don't want to go to Ezekiel yet I want you to go to Jeremiah first I think that I should get all of these out of the way. Jeremiah 49 and 16. And Psalms 31 and 20. You got that? Then Proverbs 8, 13. The same book, Proverbs 16 and 18. The same book, 29 and 23, Proverbs. And Job 33, 17. Then if it don't be time to quit, I'll go where we need to go. You have them all. Everybody get them. Each time that she get ready to read, she'll tell you what she's reading from. from. Blessed assurance 
Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. All right, you may read. He said Jeremiah 49 and what? Oh, you didn't get it. 49.16. No, not Isaiah yet. Do you have the heat on in here? It's hot to me. It ain't hot to you, is it? My Lord is hot to me. I'm pressed by it, but that's all right. Long the heat is out. All right, listen. Jeremiah 49.16. Thy terribleness hath deceived thee. What? Thy terribleness have done what? Have deceived have thee. Have deceived you. Read. And the pride of thine heart. And the pride of your heart. O thou that dwellest in the clefts of the rock. Uh-huh. That holdest the height of the hill. Yes. Though thou shouldst make thy nest as high as the eagle. As high as the eagle. I will bring thee down from thence, saith the Lord. I'll do what God said. When you get too high, when you exalt yourself, I will bring you down. Why don't y'all say amen, I said. Hallelujah, this is God talking. This ain't me. He just used it in my mouth. I want you to read that again. Because so many people think that they are in God's will, amen, and they don't have to listen to nobody. Thy don't you know that God got me high to do what I'm doing? I am God's ambassador. He got me high and he said, do the job well. I'll open your understandings. We read so many old books, got so many old tapes, listen to a lot of other garbage. Listen to things as to saying that you don't need to confess. The one that putting that out is the one that's doing something and don't want nobody else to know it. Well, I confess to God. No, you don't. God already know what you've done. You repent to God. But he said, tell me what you've done. Listen to what he said. Isaiah, I want you to tell him this. Uh, uh, not Jeremiah, I mean. Thy terribleness hath that what? Terribleness. Oh my! Come on. Hath deceived thee. It hath deceived you. And the pride of thine heart. And the pride of your heart. O thou that dwellest in the clefts of the rock, uh -huh. that holdest the height of the hill. All right. Though thou shouldst make thy nest as high as the eagle. You might make it as high as the eagle and the eagle goes way up, some up, way up on the top of the cliff of the mountain. Not on a hill. The cliff of the rock. I will bring thee down from thence, saith I'll the Lord. bring you down. And when God bring you down, he'll bring you down to nothing. You'll be shamed. And sometime he throws you down. Hallelujah. And all of this is because of pride. Paul had to get rid of pride. 
if any man can boast, I have something to boast off of. Huh? He said, I'm a Pharisee of the Pharisee. Talk about touching the law. He said, I'm blameless. Circumcised the eighth day, the stock of Benjamin. I'm a full-blooded Jew. No mixture. He said that. But he said, even when it comes to his education, I got to forget about where I went to school at, Amen. who I was under and everything. He said, I got to count it all as lost, all as down, that I might win Christ. Thank you, Lord. I got to get pride out of the way. Because as long as pride is standing there, I'll never be what God wants me to be. All right. Isaiah 14 and 10. No, not Isaiah yet. Where you want to go? I thought I gave you. I have Proverbs 8, 13, 16, 18, 29. All right. You was, you was reading Jeremiah? Yes, sir. All right. Then read uh, 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 Psalms 31 and 20. And Proverbs 8, 13, and Proverbs 16, 18, and Proverbs 29 and 23, and Job 33, 17. Amen. All right. Psalms 31, 20. Yes. Thou shalt hide them. Thou shalt hide them in the secret in the secret of thy presence of thy presence from the pride of man from the pride of man. Now read that again. Thou shalt hide them uh -huh. in the secret uh -huh. of thy presence of thy presence from the pride of man. Well, from the pride of man. Listen, God is speaking here through David letting you know what his will is and what he is willing to do and I'm going to Job but only in quoting this that God promised because he know the danger of pride and he said I will hide pride from man amen now if God will hide it from you then that means that God is determined that you will be saved so you cannot be saved with a proud spirit. Because he know if you got any pride in you of being proud, you're going to exalt yourself. And you'll get the pastor told. Hmm? You'll do things wrong and you think you're right and stick your chest out and brag about it. You got to let God exalt you. Don't guard on your own. A lot of you want to be preachers. A lot of you have missed it. Now I'm talking about the apostolic world. They have missed it. It's more preachers in the apostolic church that don't know nothing but to testify. Come on. Now if you can't stand this, if you can't stand this, you better examine yourself. I'm going to say it again. And God help us. 
To be a Methodist preacher, you got to know something. Now you can be anything and be a Baptist. Just saying good. Give out a hymn. Come on. Hmm? And that's it. But all you got to do in the apostolic word is be baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the Holy Ghost. And the devil got that going all out through the church. The devil sees somebody that he wants in the church that's been saved for a long time. He'll send somebody, whether it's a male or female, in to get you. And some of y'all who seek with them let them up without any Holy Ghost. I don't know why I'm over this way. You let them up without in the Holy Ghost. Because they know they can't get that brother or sister without them claiming that they got the Holy Ghost. When they're the same person they was at first. And they get And you say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they get up, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Okay, how much they holler, they got it. My God, there's going to be some changes around here. Come on. Amen. Now, I'm going to stop you from grabbing a sister, brother, as soon as they say they are in the church and got the Holy Ghost. Let them walk a while. See how they're going to live. Some, somebody said they got the Holy Ghost. Here we go. He's mine. She, she's mine. Oh, come on, come on. Can I take you out? Then you're, you're being connected with a heathen. Oh, I'm going to get to it after a while. We ought to stop that. You ought to ask God to keep you under the blood to help you. Care how bad you think you want a husband or something, another don't settle for just anything. Let him prove himself, let her prove herself. Because I declare they'll stop you from following God. The Bible said that, so they'll stop you from following Him. I told you, I'm gonna run the devil out of here, I'm chasing him, I'm gonna run him out of here just to show me here, amen. Somebody ain't going to take heed, but somebody is. All right. Go to the next one right quick. Oh, we are just going on and time is flying. Job, All right. Job 33, 17. You always get the last one when I didn't even call for that the last Proverbs time. Proverbs 8.13. says what? Proverbs 8.13. Uh-huh. The fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord. Is to hate evil. What? Hate evil. Wait a minute. How many say they fear the Lord? Then show me the man or woman that 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 uh, fear the Lord. I'll show you the man or woman that hate evil. Then it say hate it. Yes. That means you can't stand it. You don't want it around, huh? And you don't fellowship with evil. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Is to hate evil. Pride. Pride. And arrogancy. Now, what is that last one? I know it ain't good. Amen. I didn't take time to look that up, but you know that's some kind of a, maybe some of you 
know what that means, but that still don't say you know more than I know. <laughs> All right. And the evil way. Uh-huh. And the forward mouth do I hate. My Lord. Did you hear that? Will you go to the other one right quick? Now, I'm sort of a skipping because I'm going to get where I want to get to because we ain't got there yet. And that is 1618? Yes. All right. Pride. Pride. Goeth before destruction. All right. We already know that one, so just skip down to the other one now because that said we all know that we hear it all the time. Pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit. And that's what a lot of folks got is a haughty spirit. Amen. It's just like a mule when you don't want to go. Amen. 2923. 2923, Proverbs. The fear of man. The fear of man. A man's pride. Oh, I thought. Huh. A man's pride. A man's pride. Shall bring him low. Wait a minute. A man's pride. Didn't it say that? Mm -hmm. Didn't know you read just a few minutes ago? Though you may make your, uh, you may go way up like the eagle. Amen. Huh? But I'll bring you down. That mean low? Now we find out where he's saying here, a man's pride will bring him low. Amen. That means to nothing. Amen. All right. But honor, honor shall uphold the humble in spirit. Did you hear that? Now go, go to Job right quick, 33 and 17. That... He may withdraw man from his purpose and hide pride from man. See, when God want to do something, you see, he'll hide it. See what I mean? If you let it, if you really want to be saved, mm -hmm. amen. He won't even let you come in contact with it. He hide it. Amen. Some of these now we're going to have to go back to in time, but I want to get where I want to get because I haven't started with the Bible class as of yet. Amen. All right. Now we will go to Isaiah. A 14 and 10. All they shall speak and say unto thee, Art thou also become as weak as we? Now you know who is this talking now? This talking about Lucifer. He's talking about one that exalted himself. Jesus. And now the whole world he is made he's being made manifest. They say, is this the man? You mean him? Is this the one that caused nations to tremble? Is this the man that has come, uh, become like us, as weak as we are? Is he the one been telling about the baptism in Jesus' name and being filled with the Holy Ghost and you got to do this and look at him down here? Is this the man that condemned everything else? Now he's down here just like we are. If I go to hell, I wouldn't want nobody to see me. But that's impossible. Is this him? I exalt the spirit. Now let's go to Ezekiel right quick. 
We're going to come back to this, but not tonight. Ezekiel 28, 12 through 19. The danger of pride. That's the subject. Read. Son of man. Son of man. Take up a lamentation uh -huh. upon the king of Tyrus. All right. And say unto him. Say unto him. Thus said the Lord God. Thus said the Lord God. You know I love that. I want you to know God said it. Thus said the Lord God. Thou sealest up the psalm. Uh-huh. Full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Perfect. Now when God says somebody or something is perfect, it's perfect. Not a blemish. Lucifer. The Bible said he was perfect in beauty. And now listen to this. Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Look where you been. In the Eden, you've been in the garden of God. Listen. Every precious stone Listen. was that covering. Even the clothes that Lucifer had on was covered. Don't tell me God don't like to decorate you when you do right. But you got to let him do it. Huh? Even the clothes that he had on was covered with every precious stone. Hallelujah. You ain't got that high yet. Huh? He was already beautiful. But look what God done and added to the beauty. precious stone. God fix you up and give you the best. Every precious stone was that covering. Was who you covered with? The sardius, uh -huh. topaz, yes, and the diamond, yes. the beryl, and yes. the onyx, All right. and the jasper, All right. the sapphire, the emerald, and the carbuncle, and gold. And gold. The workmanship of thy tablets huh. and of thy pipes was prepared in thee in the day that thou was created. Listen to this now. Thou art the anointed cherub that cover it. Did you hear that? Listen, read. And I have set thee so. All right. Thou wast upon the holy mountain of God. Thou was where upon the holy mountain of God. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Now can I argue with myself a little bit? No, he was in heaven. No, he was up there where God is. Huh? Hmm? No, don't tell me nothing. Lucifer was up there in heaven where God is. And Lucifer contaminated heaven up there where God is. He was up there around the throne of God. He was not. That wasn't his place. But yet he didn't have no sin in him. Just like you, when you're filled with the Holy Ghost, you don't supposed to have no sin in you. You can't get, you can't be saved with sin in you. When you got, when you get the Holy Ghost, honey, you ain't got no sin in you. For God has forgiven you for all your transgression. 
Well, I thought you say we ain't perfect. You ain't. But anytime God forgive you, then, <laughs> amen, that leaves you somewhat innocent. Clean. But still not saved. I ring you, so I don't know how in the world he's talking. You'll find out. Amen. Amen. All right, listen. Thou was perfect in thy ways. Thou was perfect in thy ways. From the day that thou was created. When you was made, you was perfect. I don't mean you. I mean Lucifer. I'm going to show you how the devil will come in and contaminate. And how he picks on you when you say you got the Holy Ghost. When you say you're in the church, you'll be tempted then more than ever. For people out there that wouldn't pay you no attention, now they're pulling at you. Brothers, you ain't handsome called, amen, the world out there and somebody pulling after you. It's just a trick of the devil. Listen now. Thou was perfect in thy ways. In thy ways. From the day that thou was created. All right. Till, till iniquity until iniquity was found in thee was found in you who put it there where did it come from who spoiled you who contaminated you you got to watch the devil you got to mind out who you even associate with God is so afraid and so jealous when a person has been disfellowshipped out of the church, God say, don't walk with them no more. Withdraw yourself from every brother that walketh disorderly and have no company with him. But you don't do that. You that got these basketball team, that's really can't win, is contaminated. Folks don't care nothing about you saying you're saved. You got to withdraw yourself. It didn't tell them to stay away from you. It told you to stay away from them. What fellowship has light with darkness? If they want to get with you, if they want to fellowship with them, with you, let them get saved. Let them come back and do right. But as long as they can have that cake and eat it too, brother, they'll remain. I don't care what relationship it is. You got to do it God's way. Listen. By the multitude of thy merchandise, uh -huh. they have filled the midst of thee with violence. Listen to this. When the devil get in you, honey, he spurs you all over. Because he know the Bible said a little leaven leavens the whole lot. There can't be a little sin in you and you still be perfect. What God called perfect is clean and no sin. The devil said, well, if I can just put a little in him. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Well, I know that this here ain't no harm. But, amen. I'm going to do this. I got this sister or whoever, this, unsaved female or unsaved male or saved male. Not, not a saved male. Cause if he's saved, he wouldn't do it. Amen. And let you kiss this old sexy kiss and you think that ain't a sin you know what happened 
all that French kissing. You know that's for husband and wife to do. Huh? Before they go into having sex is to get one another aroused. Don't you know what that kind of kiss will do? Well, I don't see where there's no harm. It's a sin. You got to teach that. It's a sin. I don't see no harm. The devil don't want you to see it until it's done. Listen. By the multitude of thy merchandise, they have filled the midst of thee with violence. All right. And thou hast sinned. Sin. Therefore, I will cast thee as profane out of the mountain of God. God ain't going to spend no chunk. Huh? If you up, he going to bring you down. He said, I'm going to cast you out of heaven. My Lord. I'm going to get you from up here where I am. He didn't say that. I'm going to cast you down from the mountain. Amen. Read. And I will destroy thee. I will destroy thee. O covering cherub. Uh-huh. From the midst of the stones of fire. Read. Thine heart was lifted up because of that beauty. Because of your beauty, your heart was lifted up. So pride entered in. And pride going before destruction. Amen. Because of your beauty. Thou hast corrupted thy wisdom. And let me tell you something. I'm going to tell y'all something. <laughs> Amen. Everybody want to get married to want to get married to the beautifulest woman in the world if they can get her. And that is the hardest one to keep. And she know it because everybody want her. Everybody want that handsome man. At least when he thinks he is cute or pretty. He stays in the mirror, huh? And he just thinks he is Mr. It. And everybody, you see that handsome man? See, God made me like I am. I don't think I'm handsome. I always time handsome as being sort of a tall, so tall and broad shoulders and things. See my shoulders slops and you know all that you know. But everybody got their eyes on that beautiful woman. And she knew it and she ain't gonna take too much junk off of you. The devil always be pulling after her. Come here brother. Come on stand up. Stand up. You don't know what I'm saying. Stand up. I know you ain't. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Boy, he, he pleaded. He pleaded the fifth commandment. He didn't know what I was gonna say. I was gonna get him up for something else. <laughs> you made me forget my point. Amen for something. Read. 
I will cast thee to the ground. I'll cast you down from the mountain down to the ground. I will lay thee before kings. I'm going to let everybody see you and to know who you are and what you was and what happened to you. Listen. I will lay thee before kings. Before kings. That they may behold thee. That they may look upon you. Thou hast defiled thy sanctuaries. Thou hast defiled thy sanctuary by the multitude of thine iniquity. Uh huh. By the iniquity of thy traffic. Therefore, will I bring forth a fire. Now listen. Do you know Lucifer lied and thought he was telling the truth? Did you know that? His pride made him feel like he was going to get somewhere that he got, that God wasn't going to even place him. He thought that he would be equal with God. He said, now one of these days he had a group of angels because he was over all the rest of them. He said, now one of these days I'm going to be like the most highs. I'm going to ascend. Did that ascend me to go up? Well, if he was already there, where was he going to ascend to? He said, I'm going to, I'm going to ascend beyond the clouds. Hallelujah. I'm going to be as God. Pride lifted him up. God said, you is exalting yourself. But I'm going to show you who's boss. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Proud to make you think you're something or more than what you are. Huh? I'm going to ascend me yonder the cloud. I'm going to be like the most high. God said to him, he said, you may make your nest among the stars, but I will bring you down. Hallelujah. God got something to say about it. Don't let pride enter and grip you. It'll make you come to nothing. Let God exalt you. I didn't run from God when he called me to preach. I wanted to be what he wanted me to be. He had told me I didn't resist. 